0: Hi, and welcome back to I'm a Happy Enchilada. And if this is your first time with us, thanks for checking us out. I'm Don Culver, and I'll be your host. And today, I want to talk about self-control. I was shocked at how much information I found on it, quite honestly. I've really had a struggle deciding what to leave in and what to leave out for our discussion today. I always thought self-control meant just controlling yourself. You know, (laughs) I mean, how much could there be to talk about? Well, seems there's tons. And after researching it, I have much more respect for what it is and what it means in each of our lives. So let's get started. Okay, let's start with a good definition. It goes like this. Self-control is the ability to control behaviors in order to avoid temptations and to achieve our goals. The ability to delay gratification and resist unwanted behaviors or urges. And may I add, the ability to behave sensibly and calmly even when you feel angry, offended, and excited. Self control is an important skill to develop because these same emotions occur in any person who feels that their needs or desires are not being met. However, a person who lacks self control may respond in a variety of ways, including with anger, physical violence, or by turning to unhealthy coping mechanisms. And here's something thought-provoking. The general theory of crime is a criminological theory about the lack of individual self-control as the main factor behind criminal behavior. Research has found that low levels of self-control are correlated with criminal and impulsive conduct. Whoa! All right. Well, that's good stuff. And let's dig deeper and find out more about self-control. Now, learning and thinking differences like ADHD can cause trouble with self-control. Some kids look like they don't understand social rules. Trouble with self-control can also be a sign of frustration with school. So what are some of the qualities of self-control? In adults, Personality characteristics related to self-control include impulsivity, sensation-seeking, conscientiousness, and emotional stability. Impulsivity and sensation-seeking are negatively correlated with self-control, whereas conscientiousness and emotional stability are positively correlated with self-control. Problem behaviors are those that aren't considered typically acceptable. Nearly everyone can have a moment of disruptive behavior or an error in judgment. However, problem behavior is a consistent pattern and can vary in terms of severity. They can occur in adults as well as children. Here are some emotional symptoms of behavioral disorders easily getting annoyed or nervous, often appearing angry, putting blame on others, refusing to follow rules or questioning authority, arguing and throwing temper tantrums, having difficulty handling frustration. Now, emotional self-control is the ability to keep your disruptive emotions and impulses in check to maintain your effectiveness under stressful or even hostile conditions. With emotional self-control, you manage your disruptive impulses and destabilizing emotions, staying clear-headed and calm. Now, let me give you some strategies to help increase your emotional self-control. Apply logic to your worries. Unhook from drama. Oh, I love that. Exercise control over your communications. Buy time. And know your impatience triggers. Let's look at the five stages of behavior change as well. Now, if you're really serious about improving your self-control, you'll want to be aware of these stages. They're important to know. Matter of fact, they also apply to any changes you want to make in your life, so please pay close attention. They go like this, pre-contemplation, contemplation, Contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. Whoa! Okay, as we begin to wind down here, let me load you up with some great ways to improve self-control in your life. You may want to write some of these down. First, remove temptation. Next, measure your progress. Prioritize things. I love this next one. Forgive yourself. That's good. Here's a few more. Be attentive. Use positive self-talk. Forgive yourself. People who have greater self-control may be able to regulate their stressful thoughts more effectively, making those thoughts less intrusive and overpowering. On top of that, people with good self-control are better at putting themselves into situations that support their goals and emotional well-being. Whoa, that's good. Also, Findings indicate that higher self-control was related to better relationships and interpersonal skills, higher grade point average, less binge eating, more secure attachments, and higher self-esteem. Well, that's all I've got. So, until next time, God bless and be a happy enchilada. Bye.